Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. God, we just come to you today and say thank you for this day that you have made and that we will rejoice and be glad in it. We just pray blessings on this day, blessings over this word, and your Holy Spirit to just be a witness within us to others. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverbs 28. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Because of the transgression of a land, many are its princes. But by a man of understanding and knowledge, right will be prolonged. A poor man who oppresses the poor is like a driving rain which leaves no food. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but such as keep the law contend with them. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand all. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one perverse in his ways, though he be rich. Whoever keeps the law is a discerning son, but a companion of gluttons shames his father. One who increases his possessions by usury and extortion gathers it for him who will pity the poor. One who turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Whoever causes the upright to go astray in an evil way He himself will fall into his own pit, but the blameless will inherit good. The rich man is wise in his own eyes, but the poor who has understanding searches him out. When the righteous rejoice, there is great glory, but when the wicked arise, men hide themselves. He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Happy is the man who is always reverent, but he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. Like a roaring lion and a charging bear is a wicked ruler over poor people. A ruler who lacks understanding is a great oppressor, but he who hates covetousness will prolong his days. A man burdened with bloodshed will flee into a pit. Let no one help him. Whoever walks blamelessly will be saved, but he who is perverse in his ways will suddenly fall. He who tills his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows frivolity will have poverty enough. A faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. To show partiality is not good, Because for a piece of bread, a man will transgress. A man with an evil eye hastens after riches and does not consider that poverty will come upon him. He who rebukes a man will find more favor afterward than he who flatters with the tongue. Whoever robs his father or his mother and says, It is no transgression, The same is companion to a destroyer. He who is of a proud heart stirs up strife, 
but he who trusts in the Lord will be prospered. He who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whoever walks wisely will be delivered. He who gives to the poor will not lack, but he who hides his eyes will have many curses. When the wicked arise, men hide themselves, but when they perish, the righteous increase. Bill, um, we've just read this chapter 28. What was your favorite verse today or the one that stood out to you in particular? Well, I've always liked verse 6. It says, Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one perverse in his ways, though he be rich. I know many people think of the word rich and aspire to try to be like that. But my goal in life is always to have integrity. And money is really not all of that important. Integrity is important. Integrity is what people look at you and see when they, when they see you. That's what they see. So that is really what my verse is for today. And which verse spoke to you today, hon? Well, actually, what was standing out to me is how when the wicked are in power, the people hide themselves and they don't want to be found. But when they perish, the righteous increase about just how it's hard to live under uh, wickedness, that you need to have righteousness in order to flourish. And people don't do well when there's not um, integrity, when there's not righteousness within a land. That's what just stood, there's several verses in here that stood out to me like that. Well, you know, the whole book of Proverbs is that way. Really, the whole book of Proverbs basically is a separation between people who are godly people, people who have integrity, people who have wisdom, and those that do not. So anyway, um, I'm going to start a new tradition today. That's why we're doing this. But this is the last Friday of the month, and beginning today, every last Friday of the month, Judy's going to be on, and we're going to go over what the Lord's doing in our life right now and, you know, what might be coming up in the next month. But, but hun, we we're getting ready to finish our second year here at Karis. We have a little bit less than four weeks left. Uh, graduation's going to be three weeks from Saturday, and uh, by the time you guys are listening to this, we do this two weeks in advance. But anyway, we will be leaving to go to Florida. Actually, we're going to spend two days in Oklahoma on the way back. But we are. Um, I'm looking forward, and I know you are too. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, we're ready to get back to Florida. And, you know, we've had a wonderful, um, basically 15, 16 months here. We did the first semester online last year. We came here in January last year. So now we're in the middle of April. So basically, it's been about 15 months here, and during that time, we took three months off in the summer, so we've actually only been here about 12 months, but we have learned so much, mm -hmm. and, you know, we've just been infiltrated with the Word of God over and over and over again, and as good as the teaching is, um, I really believe that, you know, a few years from now, we're really going to take away from this is the people that we've met here. And um, I don't know, I don't think you have as many people in your phone as I do, but I've got about 50 people in my phone that I plan on staying in contact with. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I consider these people lifelong friends. 
And, uh, you know, it's hard to meet real good friends. Um, you know, we have a lot of people we call acquaintances, but I believe some of the friendships we have here are going to be really, really important moving forward. So your thoughts on that? I know you have developed a few close friendships, and mm -hmm. I know you're looking forward to that as well. Yes, I'm, I'm actually going to miss it here, even though I'm looking forward to going back. I was just thinking about this, that I never wake up in the morning and think, I don't want to go to school. I remember when I was young, I might have thought that sometimes, but I always look forward to it. Um, four hours in the morning, 8 to 12, and I just love it. I, I love the praise and worship here, too. I, I'm going to miss that. We do that on Mondays and on Friday mornings, and that's just beautiful. And then just the word. Uh, last week, we had Audra Mack here, and she was teaching on the Spirit-empowered life, and the whole week was about the Holy Spirit. And I tell you, that really spoke to me. I'm going to have to listen to it several more times, I think, to really get all the all that she really presented because it was, you know, she thought she came on and said, some of this stuff is just basic. You probably already know all this, but I was so glad that she went over the basics because even questions like people go, well, who do I pray to? Do I pray to God or do I pray to Jesus or do I pray to the Holy Spirit? Well, who we pray to is God in Jesus's name and the Holy Spirit reveals who Jesus is to us. Uh, we are now living in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. That's what we're living in now. When Jesus was here on earth, he was physically here, but he was limited. He could only be in one place, one time, with one group of people. But now that the Holy Spirit is here, he can be in anyone, anywhere. And uh, that's just the beautiful thing. We, we live in an age that is so wonderful that we can know about Jesus. We have direct access to God the Father through Jesus. So that was really good. I just, I loved hearing all about that and just the importance of the Holy Spirit's role in our life and how uh, the importance of speaking in tongues. I, you know, I've always, since a little girl, have had the prayer language, but really didn't utilize it like I probably could have. And so now I'm just realizing that basically when we speak in the Holy Spirit in, in, in our heavenly language, we are laying the tracks out in front of us. And it's something that it's just a, a language that we have between God and us. The devil doesn't know what we're saying. And so that's really good. And we can just pray those things out in the spirit and then he'll reveal to us what it is. When we don't know how to pray, it's a wonderful thing to be able to use our prayer language because God knows and the Holy Spirit can speak through us. Many times, you know, I might get a prayer request from someone or just have someone on my mind. And I'm thinking, I don't know exactly what they need. I don't know how to pray for them. But praying in the prayer language is what I find is a very uh, beneficial thing to do. And, and I feel a sense of peace afterwards that I know that I've communicated what I needed to say. But one thing that Audrey talked about that I really liked, too, was she talked about, you know, in, the, in Revelation, it talks about the seven spirits. And 
you know, the Holy Spirit is one, but yet he's manifested in seven different ways. And seven is a symbol of perfection. And she talked about that um, one of the spirits is the spirit of the Lord. It's the work of conversion. And this is all to do with the Holy Spirit. Another one is the spirit of life, the work of justification. Another one is the spirit of holiness, work of sanctification. And then spirit of adoption. There's the spirit of truth. He is our guide and our teacher. The spirit of supplications. And then the spirit of power and grace, walking in the supernatural. I, I just think that's beautiful that we have all of those available to us through the Holy Spirit. Wow, that's so good. <clears throat> you know, Jesus made it really clear. You know, as he knew his time was coming to an end, and he's meeting with his disciples, and he told his disciples that it is better for you that I leave and go to my Father. And they just didn't make, that didn't make any sense to them. Mm -hmm. And they just didn't understand that. He says, where I am going, you do not know. And they didn't make, none of the things he said made sense to them. And even though he had mentioned three times that he was going to be going to the Father, everything that needed to be done, they really didn't come to the realization that he was actually telling the truth. It really hadn't sunk in. And I'm going to make this correlation because this is what a lot of people make the mistake on. What they do is they'll sit there and they'll think things, but it's in their mind. And so they'll think they'll know Scripture, but it's never gotten down into their heart. And it's gotten into their mind. They hear it. And this is what Mark talks about, this, the sower of the seed. And you think you have it. You'll hear a wonderful message. You think you have it. And then two or three hours later, the cares of this world, you sit there, eat a good meal. You forget everything you just heard. And that is because it hadn't settled in into your heart. And that's what James warns us about in chapter 1, verse 22, when he tells us that we need to be doers of the word and not hearers only. If we're going to have power in our lives, hun, you mentioned that talking about having the baptism of the Holy Spirit, being able to speak in tongues, that enables us to have the power to do what God has called us to do. And very, very few people walk in that power of the Holy Spirit. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I was just thinking about how easy it is to forget. And that's why we have to go over and over and over things again till it really, really just becomes who we are. We just, things pop out, and, and we know then that we know. Otherwise, we get it into our head, but it's not really in our heart. We don't, it hasn't sunk all the way down. And that's the way I'm feeling about this um, Holy Spirit class that we had, but I'm going to have to listen to it few more times and just let that just sink in because it is so rich so rich and you know we think oh wouldn't it have been great to be live when Jesus did and touch him personally and everything and I thought yeah that's wouldn't that be wonderful and I always thought how could this be better than that I've always thought that and then now I, I'm getting a revelation that this is so much better and and you know this week we had to do a 
uh, funeral service, and I did one. And what was brought to my attention was after Jesus resurrected from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit in him. And that's what we have in us. We have this resurrecting power of the Holy Spirit that lives in us each day. But he was uh, walking with two men who were distraught about everything that had happened. They were on the road from Jerusalem to Emmaus, and the men were downcast and distraught. And Jesus walked up to them, and he starts revealing the scriptures, explaining everything. And I often have wondered, why didn't they know who he was? But then I, I heard somebody speak on this recently. It was Willie George, and he said... Uh, the reason that they, that Jesus didn't reveal himself is they would have been so distracted by who he was physically and this miracle of his resurrection that they would never have listened to his message, to the words. So he just explained to them from the beginning of scriptures the, where Jesus was, where Jesus was in the scriptures, and their hearts burned within them, it says. They were so encouraged, and then they invited him to come and have dinner with them. And it was when he broke the bread that their eyes were opened and they saw he revealed, they saw who he was. So I just think that's beautiful. I've always wondered about that. And just recently, that just made total sense to me that, of course, he didn't want them to see him right then for who he was. He wanted to get that message out. And it's just beautiful to me how then the Holy Spirit, he told the disciples to go wait, to go wait in that upper room because it wasn't until they could be and have the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon them that they would be able to go out and do the Great Commission. Well, that's so good. And, you know, when that day of Pentecost came and Jesus actually arose and went up into heaven and they're sitting there looking at him, mm -hmm. I can just imagine... Right how they must have felt. And, you know, Jesus is coming back. Yes. You know, we don't know exactly when that's going to be. I think every day we're one day closer to that happening. Yes, we are. But, um, you know, I'm not worried about it. And if it happens in my lifetime, uh, fine. And if it doesn't, fine. I really believe we're supposed to live. I like the thought of living every day as though it's the last day we're going to be here. I think we should be thinking about people as the Holy Spirit puts someone on our mind. We should send them a text. We should call them mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. We should take the opportunity to think about the people who are important to us. If people are important enough to have in your phone, you should reach out to them from time to time and just check on them and see how they're doing. Mm -hmm. Say, you know, <clears throat> the Lord put you on my mind today. And people are always open to that. People want to know you're thinking about them. Mm -hmm. So anyway, hon, we're really kind of coming to a close. I don't really want to spend much time with this. But, uh, you know, four weeks from today, you know, when we're going to be doing this again, next week, the fourth Friday is the 26th of May. That's going to be early. So when we do this podcast in four weeks, for next thing, we're going to be ready to leave Colorado and like you said, I'm going to miss it. You know, there's some things we're going to miss, but more than anything, I'm going to miss the people. I really enjoy the, you know, the just every day, you know, we've, I've, I've learned so many people and every day you talk to somebody different during the break. You don't talk to the same people every day and it's just been wonderful. So anyway, 
I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And if you would, go ahead and lead that prayer today. Okay, I would love to. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I would invite you to do so because it will make a difference in your life. I don't know how people live without the Lord in their life. Life can be challenging. Life can be hard. And it's not that it it's not that the challenges go away, but when you have the Holy Spirit living in you, when you know that you know that Jesus is your Lord, there's a security there. You know you're going to heaven. You know that he will never, ever leave you nor forsake you. These things are beautiful, the promises. These are things to lean on in the tough times. So if anyone is ready to do that, would you say after me, Father God, I thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to earth. I thank you that he came for me. He would have come just for me. I thank you that he died on the cross for my sins. He took them all. They were all draped all over him. All my sin, my guilt, my shame was on him on the cross. And that he died. And then he rose again. And that resurrection power of the Holy Spirit raised him from the dead. He's seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for me. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart, to be my Lord and Savior, and I will follow you for the rest of my days. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Hun, thank you so much. And I just want to make this point, because this is the weekend, and this is just the very first step. And I'm going to make it very clear, you don't just say this prayer, because as soon as you say this prayer, and you've said this, before you go to bed tonight, Satan is going to come in and tell you, you've made a mistake. What are you doing? And he will do that. And guys, if you're going to be strong, what you need to do is you need to hook up with a local church, and you really want to try to find a church that preaches out of the Bible, and a lot of churches do that. The pastor will sit there and say, open your Bibles up. And he'll sit there and literally preach out of the Bible for 40 or 45 minutes. That is the type of church that you really want to be with because it's the Word of God that brings power. The Word of God that brings faith into your life. So anyway, thank you. And I'm going to go ahead and close with a blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, I pray over you and your family, all of your loved ones. May the Lord just bless you. And I will see you back on Monday morning as we further explore wisdom today.